This is the Amner Martinez Podcast. Welcome to the Amner Martinez Podcast. My name is Amner Martinez, and I will be your host. I am an immigrant from the country of Guatemala, and I've been living in Iowa since 1995. My professional background is in the staffing and recruiting industry, and I have been heavily involved in the local entertainment scene for the last 12 years. In this podcast, I will be sharing conversations with local people in entertainment, business, sports, nonprofits, food, arts, and culture. So stick around for some great conversations. Action! All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Amner Martinez podcast. Amner Martinez podcast. So, episode 25th, 25. Yeah, episode 25. I spoke with Nagus Sankofa Mhotep. Okay, so this guy is one of a kind. Like, they're rare. Um, his Nagus means king. Sankofa means back to country or back to your roots. And Mhotep means father of medicine. Oh, nice. So he changed his name. I met him as Claire Rudison. Uh, but anyways, he's a he's a his basically he's a historian in African studies. Okay. We talked we talked about so remember when we you know last episode was Isaiah Knox, the director of um, Urban Dreams, and how you know uh, yeah. uh, African Americans' story doesn't to them doesn't start with slavery, you know, and so. This guy is a, you know, geography uh, guru on on uh, Africa and um, uh, their inventions and their, you know, how smart they were and where, you know, I mean, it's pretty much a history lesson. This this okay. this episode in, you know, you know, how some scientists are like we're all Africans, like. Yeah, we come from humanity uh, started. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So, um, so this is gonna be exciting. One of the most, uh, I think, um, provocateur yeah. kind of episodes because, you know, this is people. Uh, is like telling the truth. He is straight up, not you know being uh, diplomatic or not just. Uh, um, he's telling it like it is, and okay. and you need that too, you know. And and we need to be like completely honest. But like Isaiah and I were talking on the previous episode, is that because we have to create relationships and build bridges and kind of do business still. Sometimes too much truth is too much, you know. People don't want to hear. Or all sometimes saying things that are provocative. You know, I think this is the problem with most people when uh, when they when they hear the truth. Mm-hmm. When people hear the truth, it's because um, it's uh, the the uh, lack of perspective. And I always use my own personal experience mm-hmm. when when it comes to talking about you know those things. You know, truth. Um, I grew up in Mexico, being the only Asian-looking kid. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And uh, Mexicans El are Chino. El Chino, and Mexicans are brutal, man. Especially mm-hmm. kids, yeah. you know. They'll mess with you, all this and that, and mm-hmm. bullying and whatever. And 
not crying about it. I'm just saying that that's that's my experience, mm-hmm. you know. And so being the outsider, it's so easy to step out out of the bubble, mm-hmm. you know, and and be um, it's it's sort of a like a it's sort of a blessing to mm-hmm. to be the outsider and to be able to self critique mm-hmm. and to be able to say it, you know, like it is. Like I can think of many things that that I can say that Mexican would be like, oh, you yeah. fucker, you know, like, you know, pinche pendejo, you know, yeah. you know. But I'd be like, hey man, I'm telling the truth. Yeah, and some people don't. But they can't see it because they are involved. They are like emotionally vested in mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, that sometimes. So it sounds provocative because it's provocative, but it's the tr- fucking truth. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean. Uh, it may be just my opinion, you know, but to me, I have no problem stating something that to me is, you know, truth. Right. Um, and so that's why, you know, and I think that, you know, if, if, if you're the kind of person that's easily offended, it's probably because you don't have, you know, um, other perspectives, you know. Right. Yeah. You have to be able to step out yourself, step outside yourself and look Mm -hmm. at, look at you. Yeah. And uh, that's hard. Yeah. You know, nobody likes to be told. No one likes to be told. Yeah, and that's the thing. So we live in a state that's predominantly white. So that's what's provocative because right. nobody likes to be told. Yeah. You know, even like, you know, I don't like people telling me my truth. You know. <laughs> yeah. But like, okay, it's true, but I'm still like, fuck you, you know. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. And I'm we touch we touch this with Naguz. We're like, you know, we I I ask him how does he navigate this this uh, um uh when you're trying to kind of create a relationship and he's like, man, I'm not here to make yeah. The white I mean, man it takes happy. a lot of it takes a lot of balls, man. Yeah, it takes a lot of balls to be upfront to be mm-hmm. to be like completely fucking candid about your views. Yeah. You know? Um. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I I respect that yeah. completely, man. Even yeah. even even with people that I dis- disagree with, you know, if they're very candid about their views, wow, man, like that's a lot of balls. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. you have many balls. I have many many <laughs> balls. You could probably spare some balls <laughs> and uh, <you> yeah, <laughs> give give other people like a, a little bit of balls. Um, so like, who's Who's right now out there in the like mainstream media that w- you would say that is some people uh, call them like w- they're speaking the truth, but they're still, you know, provocative. Well, that's that's provocative easy. That's, that's like, like Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Okay. To me, it's one of those those people that will say some shit that people are like, <gasps> lose mm-hmm. our mind, you know. Yeah. And uh, is Dave and Chappelle uh, in that right now? Yeah, Dave Chappelle, too. Dave Chappelle will say some shit that's like. Uh, yeah, man, it makes people so uncomfortable to mm-hmm. hear the truth. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's definitely provocative, a provocative, you know, comedian. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's like people like that. There's, there's, there's a bunch of others that I, you know, probably can't like uh, George Carlin. I thought George Carlin was one of those people. Like, man, that dude is telling it, telling it like it is. Yeah, and being funny. And I've, and I've, I've had, you know, times when I'm hanging out with friends, you know. And we're watching George Carlin, and then they're like uh, getting all fucking we're like worked up about it. And I know, but you know what? I get it, man. Mm-hmm. I do. You know, nobody likes to be told, you know, their truth. And uh, and I think that there's uh, also uh, important to p- 
point out that sometimes holding back is a sign of respect. You know, not everybody's going to agree with you. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, there's there's definitely injustice everywhere. Um, but, you know, at the same time, hey, man, like, if you if you got the courage to fucking do it, then do it. Yeah. Do it. And it's you not know? easy, too, because... Like, I don't, I don't always <laughs> dare to tell people the truth. Right. You know, yeah. I, I can't do it. Can't do it. And so I respect the fact that... that this guy does yeah uh regardless of how it may you know may make somebody feel Mm -hmm. or uncomfortable or whatever yeah tell it like it is and it's kind of hard to navigate too because um you know isaiah's like it's one thing to get invited to the table it's another thing to get stay at the table Mm -hmm. you know in conversations and and um so but yes negus spits straight fire so you know like i didn't know this but in the constitution i i guess it still says that black people are three-fifths of a human i mean did you know that no but i'm not surprised right i i was Nowadays, yeah, you can't i mean i guess I, I guess i shouldn't be but i was like still i mean i thought you know it, it sounds like it sounds like something that it it was right it there's sounds a, like yeah it sounds like something there's it a would lot be there. of dumb shit in in laws remember like maybe five years five six years ago people were like making a big you know uh scandal over the iowa law they said that you cannot dance after like a certain hour what yes so it's like a violation <laughs> of like free speech. No way. Right. So like you know, dancing is a form of expression. Yeah. And therefore, it's protected. When by did this? Right? When was this? This is like five or six years, maybe eight years ago. I don't know. It's been a while, dude. Yeah. But it was like locally covered, you know, and it was it went on for like. A, there was an actual debate about it. Yes. That's an crazy. actual debate and and like some old like stupid asshole, you know. <laughs> Those dudes that are like, you fucking stupid bitch, you know? <laughs> like, arguing for it, and I was like, dude, you're a stupid, dumb bitch, man. Like, shut up. Like, what does it do to you? Like, really? Dancing? People dancing at 3 in the morning? That That's keeping you up, hmm. man? Like, I don't remember that, but... It, well, see, there's a thing, though. It's it a, a law thing. from, uh, I don't know how long, and, and people... Google it, okay? This is not a fucking lie, dude. Google it. There was some stupid law in Iowa <laughs> saying that you couldn't dance after hours. And so there's some dumb shit going on. There's a lot of dumb on. shit everywhere, dude. Everywhere think, you go, there's Texas, One thing that I know about Texas is that you can own, like, one tiger. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. There's, like, dumb laws everywhere. Or here in Polk County, you can own two pigs, right? Two, uh, like, full-grown pigs, like, as okay. pets. You can have them in your backyard. Well, I mean, like, th- the fact that that exists is, like, dumb shit. Mm. You know, like, I should be able to have yeah. three or four ten pigs as pets if I wanted to. Yeah. You know? It's crazy, dude, because, like, I thought I came to America for the freedoms, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you run into this bullshit, you know? Well, we talked a little bit about that, you know, about democracy. Yeah. And, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, the Roman Empire and right. um, other... Uh, um, uh, civilizations that were before, you know, uh, that happened in history, and and you know, we talk a little about democracy, and he goes into his his point of view about um, democracy, which um, it's pretty interesting, man. That's so Black it. History Month, we're continuing on. I'm speaking with a poet on Thursday. Nice. Yeah. So looking forward to that one. 
Um, yeah, let's keep keep doing it. So, all right, this is Negus Sankofa Mhotep on the Abner Martinez podcast. That's family bloodline. Yeah. That's all there's genetics. So, uh, let me start with this. Okay. Claire. No. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> so it's... Nagus. Nagus. What's the full name? Nagus Sankofa Mhotep. Okay. N-E-G-U-S, Nagus, uh-huh. means king in the language of the Amharic people of Ethiopia. Okay. No, Sankofa uh-huh. is a Akan language from Ghana, which means to return to your culture, go back to your roots. Okay. And the last name Imhotep, Imhotep was the father of medicine and the first builder of the temple of Sukkara in ancient Egypt for a pharaoh named Zoster. Okay. And he was the father of medicine. Uh, he was... 2600 years before Hippocrates hmm. because all doctors when they become doctors have to take the Hippocratic Oath Hippocrates was Greek but Imhotep was 2700 years before Hippocrates hmm. was ever thought of so I mean the first person that comes to mind changing their name mm-hmm. is like Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. right so he from what I know, said that that was his slave name, mm-hmm. Cassius, mm-hmm. Cassius Clay. So, where does your tell me like the reason behind it, if you if you don't mind? Okay, I'll do it to you this way. Um, looking at the the circumstances of how America got started, mm-hmm. and um, in contemporary times, because. Uh, People of African descent were here in America thousands of years before Christopher Columbus got here. Mm-hmm. But the blacks who came here through the transatlantic slave trade were incarcerated, chained, and brought to this country mm-hmm. to work for free, was forced to work. And um, after I did some research and did some genealogical checking, uh, my name that my father had was Rudison. Mm-hmm. And I come to find out that Rudison was a, a Scandinavian Jew. Okay. So I looked at myself, do I look like a Scandinavian? Blonde hair, blue eye, Jewish white boy? Mm-hmm. Hell to the L to the no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So I said, I looked at, uh, I wanted to change my name a long time ago. Okay. How and long ago? When I was a kid. Almost. Okay. Yeah. And then I just said, hey, when the, my wife and I got married, uh, September the 15th, 2018, mm-hmm. uh, I saw that it was, I was able to change my name. Right. On, on, on my marriage certificate. So I said, Let's do this, baby, because we had, me and my wife, we had a traditional uh, Yoruba wedding that Yoruba people from West Africa, Nigeria. Okay. And we had all, we had, we had a band, drummers, uh, we had uh, people burning incense, 
there's sage around the place and mm-hmm. we have a, a traditional uh yoruba wedding and most of the people in des moines weren't ready for it a, a lot of um i think i saw killer mike mm-hmm. that he's using that now mm-hmm. but he says it a little bit different he'll like he'll uh so it's Nagus, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which means king king from the Haley Selassie, you remember Haley Selassie? Mm-hmm. Haley Selassie was the emperor of Ethiopia. Okay. And back in 1920, he was coronated. No, 1930, forgive me. 1930, he was coronated and made uh, emperor of Ethiopia. His mm-hmm. name prior to Haley Selassie was Rastafari Makanan. And Rastafari Makanan later was coronated and given the name. Haley Selassie. Mm-hmm. Rastafari Makanan in, in the Amharic language means, Ras means head or duke. Okay. Tafari means without fear. He said, I'm the duke or I'm the leader without fear. That's what his name meant. Okay. Okay. Now, Haley Selassie is an Amharic name that the Orthodox Christian church in Ethiopia gave him after he became king. And Haley Selassie means power of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Because Haley Selassie was the 225th emperor that sat on the throne of Ethiopia. And he was the, the direct descendant, descendant of King Solomon and Queen of Sheba. So, I, is I that Rasta? I mean, when you say the name Rastafari, mm-hmm. Rastafari. That, that, that uh, I connect that with Jamaica. Uh, Jamaica. Uh huh. Bob Marley, yeah. reggae. Yeah. Is that where it comes? Is that yeah. like the origin? That's his origin. Because, see, and uh, when, if you're familiar with African, African-American history, it was a, a young man named Marcus Mosiah Garvey. Marcus Garvey. He came to the United States in the 1920s, early 1920s, and he started the Back to Africa movement. He had one of the largest movements, larger than the Million Man March. He had a march bigger than that in the 20s in New York. Okay. And he had a Back to Africa movement. And he said... Literally. Yeah, yeah. To move Uh, back. Move back because he said, if if this society treats you wrong and and won't give you the opportunities, he said, let's go back home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the motherland and build there. Because his slogan was, Africa is for Africans, those at home and those abroad. Right. And uh, Marcus Garvey prophesied that when you see a king coronated in Africa, Mm -hmm. look, because the day of redemption draws close. Mm -hmm. And when the, the people in Jamaica in 1930 saw that Rastafari became... Haley Selassie, Emperor of Ethiopia, the name meaning power of the Trinity. They said, oh, Jah. Jaman. Jah is with us. What is Jah? Jah is where you get the word Jehovah. Okay. 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 Jah. Which is is in in religious, uh, the the name of Judeo-Christian. Yeah. Judeo-Christian, where we got Jehovah, God. Mm-hmm. But in Jamaica, they used the short statement, Jah, J-A-H. Mm-hmm. You can also find it in the King James Version where God is called Jah, J-A-H, uh-huh. in the Psalms. So Jamaica, they adopted this Rastafari. 
because it's not a religion. Is it a religion? Is it almost yeah. a religion yeah, over it, there? No, it, it is. They're a Rastafarians, religion. right? It is a national, uh, international religion. You know, and most people, yeah, most people just think it's all about smoking ganja. Right, right. But it's more than ganja. If uh, if you are familiar with the Seven Day Adventist, mm -mm. the Seven Day Adventist Church, they have they have service on Saturday. Mm -hmm. They they follow uh, close to uh, what you would call the Levitical uh, dietary laws. Okay. They don't they don't eat anything, any flesh. Hmm. Okay. All vegetarians. Really? Yeah. All natural. Anything that's not that has a mother or father, they don't eat it. Is that part of the? That's part of the religion. Rastafarian. R part of the Rastafarian, and and, and they consider uh, ganja, kali, kushimping, better known as marijuana, mm -hmm. as a sacred uh, sacrament. Mm -hmm. Just like you do sacraments in church when you have yeah. communion. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and for Rastas to be, not to be high is almost like a sin. Right. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the Back to Africa movement, mm -hmm. the, I mean, we can take hours and hours to getting up here, but would you say that that's something that, um, every african-american does that go through their mind at some point that at least the name change well well i can't say every african-american because uh no one's monolithic right can't that would speak just for be like saying every Latina. caucasian every latinx yeah every no yeah it's just those who uh have a strong sense of of their of their origin okay because that was taken mm -hmm. from from Africans that mm. was brought to America. Yeah. Because their language was taken. Their culture was taken from them. Your name was taken from you. Right. And and then they gave you a new name. They gave us a new language. They told us the way we live wasn't the way to live. We had to live the way they lived. Forced to. Forced to. Right. If not, you, you might be dangling from a tree. Right. With a rope around your neck. That's real. Yeah, that's real as you can get, brother. Yeah. <laughs> does it go, does it though, I mean, does that conversation cross, is it, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that conversation part of the the African-American black experience? The the acknowledgement of slavery, the, the knowledge that, that that name is likely the own you know slave owner's name right mm -hmm. well the the acknowledgement of knowing that you know somebody gave you a name mm -hmm. you know your name is martinez right now what if somebody tell you took your ancestors from central america mm -hmm. took you to china and said now your name is dung chow ping yeah don't speak spanish no more yeah Speak Mandarin. Mm -hmm. Don't eat the food that you eat no more. Eat what we eat. And from now on, legally, this is your last yes, thing. Yes, yes. So you cannot be registering or anything that you do, buy, purchase. Mm -hmm. has to be this or it won't be legal. Mm -hmm. So does it, though? I mean, I guess I'm trying to 
What you trying to ask? I guess is the the, the, the uh, when I see a lot of um, PBS like the African American the mm-hmm. African American experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know or I think I know or I th- I think I kind of get a sense of the immigrant or current the most recent immigrant mm-hmm. experience. Um, but I'm just trying to see if that's part of it the the name and the name change and the well the the new immigrants they came here because they wanted to mm-hmm. yeah okay and they had means to get here mm-hmm. or they left their country because of uh environmental or civil unrest mm-hmm. and they needed somewhere to go mm-hmm. and 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 the government opened their arms to them and let them come some mm-hmm. but uh, uh for for me, what I have a problem with is about how this um, white supremacist, white dominated society mm-hmm. uh, tells people who they are and what they, sh- and tells people what their story is. Mm-hmm. Because I look at most of the time when people talk about African Americans, the first thing they want to speak about is slavery. Okay. And now, see, th- the slavery was not. It's not really African. Slavery was an interruption in in African history. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It was an interruption, basically. Uh huh. And and a lot of people were torn from their families and their homeland. Right. I I had a conversation with some people the other day, at the. It was a justice summit, a couple of months ago in in at uh. DMAC and Ankeny, and they had uh, judges and lawyers and uh, correctional officers, and we look at them and the the story that they automatically talk about is first slavery. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and as if that's where it starts. Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't that way because, uh, as I told you, my my last name is M Hotep. Mm-hmm. M Hotep was pyramid builder mm-hmm. and he was the first probably in this world known as a multi-genius mm-hmm. at the time because he was an architect and a doctor okay and a poet and he did a lot of things you know but the dominant culture mm-hmm. tells us oh forget about that and then the dominant culture even does uh this wicked thing of saying that egypt is not even a part of africa mm. Which they say Egypt is the Middle East. Right, which is that's not. Right, it's shit, it's right on the continent of Africa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's literally. In it's really on the continent. Yeah. You know? And if it wasn't, if it wasn't until 1922 with the, the creation of the Suez Canal, uh, Africa and, and the Near East where we're looking at uh, Israel Lebanon, all of that was interconnected until 1922 was one strip of land. Because uh, if you know anything about geography, I was a geography uh, minor in, in my undergraduate studies at Texas Southern. I was a member of an organization called Gamma Theta Upsilon. It was for honors, uh, honor fraternity for geography majors and minors. And right on the on the eastern portion of Africa from Mozambique all the way up to Turkey is 
the Great Rift Valley. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that valley started, although it's a mountain range that comes from Mozambique and goes all the way up to Turkey, all up the east, eastern portion of, of Africa, mm-hmm. and goes in to Israel, Lebanon, Syria, Turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in ancient days, people didn't partition their lands with lines like we see on maps today. Okay. Because in ancient times, people looked at natural lines that divided them like rivers grasslands i see mountains so from that river yeah to this yeah hill yeah. is mine yeah the continent of africa today right and even the names of the countries that are there today because even uh from that time some of the names have changed because when colonial powers came in and, and took con- control of, of the continent uh they changed the names of certain places Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, Tanganyika was the name of present-day Tanzania. Okay. Uh, Upper Volta is the, is the old name for a country which is present-day Burkina Faso. Okay. So people put their own names and divided things and put things where they wanted to, outsiders. Yeah. Not the folks inside. So your take is more, let's talk about the history of Africa instead of uh, focusing on, or instead of just starting on the issue here in America. Yeah, 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 because uh, there are great civilizations there. Right. Ancient civilizations. And tons of resources. Tons of resources. um, The first university was created on the continent of Africa. Mm. And they got the term university because the people of Mali, uh, is in in West Africa, and Mali was known for a great university known as the University of Timbuktu mm-hmm. in Mali, and they studied the stars. That's the way we studied the universe. We mapped the stars, and that's where we get the word university from. Oh, okay, yeah. The ancient people of Mali. It's a tribe of people from Mali called the Dogon people. And um, they mapped a star called, uh, we know today as Osiris, Osiris B, mm-hmm. you know, on the uh, Sirius satellite sure. radio. Yeah. And they have a little dog mm-hmm. sometimes because it, it's the, called the dog star. Okay. Because it's these ancient people from Mali who r- originally lived in Egypt. Okay. Okay. Because their history, they show that they left Egypt and migrated to West Africa. Okay. The people in Mali today, this tribe called Dogon, over 15,000 years ago, they mapped those stars out. And when you go to ancient, when you go to Egypt present day right now where uh, the the three major pyramids are right there at Giza Mm -hmm. and how they're lined up, they are lined up with uh, directly with Orion's belt. Are you familiar with Orion's belt? I think so, yeah. I've yeah, heard off, it. off the D- Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. The Big Dipper. There's three stars that lined up, and those people saw those stars back then. That's how they lined up those pyramids to match those celestial stars. Hmm. And when they found this one star that I was talking about at first, the, the Dogon people, and that's Cyrus B., 
they found out, and even scientists today, it wasn't until until the eighteen late eighteen forties that nineteen forties, excuse me, not eighteen, but late nineteen forties, that scientists finally saw that star, and these ancient people in Africa mapped it ten thousand years before Europeans ever know it was there. Mm. Okay, from what they state, and and the tr people from Mali and that Dogon tribe, they state that. Once they knew where the light touched this planet, they knew the center of the earth, and that's how they build pyramids around that. So the disruption probably started then in with the division of Africa. The, <coughs> the disruption started way long before that mm -hmm. because... Um, so you can go even longer back oh, in oh history. Oh, yeah, I could go way you back You think this, this is important history that should be taught you I'm, think? I'm inclined to believe so if we're going to tell the truth right if we say the truth is what we what we're looking for yeah let's stick with the truth yeah you know and you might let some other kids know that and they might like hey i didn't know that and now you can telling me that i my people helped to invent mathematics mm -hmm. how were they able to how many pyramids do you see in europe Mm. But I see them in Africa. Mm -hmm. I see them in Central America. Yeah. I see them in other places around the world. But no Europeans built them. And they can't build them today. Because we had a higher level of science and math. Uh, when when uh, the Moors came to, to Europe, they thought that the Moors were, were doing magic. Mm -hmm. because of some of the science that they knew. You know, a lot of people are not familiar that, that the Moors controlled Spain for 800 years prior to Christopher Columbus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and the Moors were the the builders of the cities of Grenada, uh, Granada, mm -hmm. Granada, right. uh, Madrid, Barcelona, before 1492. People... In those cities of Spain had aqueducts and water running in their house. Mm -hmm. They had streets that were paved and lit, just like our streets are with lights. Back before Christopher Columbus. Hmm. As a matter of fact, when the Moors came to Europe, they changed the whole numerical system by giving the... Uh, algebraic number that we have today one two three four mm -hmm. five six yeah because in their time they had the roman numerals right one two two right one two three then you had the one more v. complicated right? yeah yeah but the moors brought one zero to ten and showed people how to count and the moors are from north africa uh-huh uh there's a city in mexico called matamores Matamoros. Uh -huh. uh, what does Matamoros mean? I don't know. What does Matador? Mat M Matador Mat is like a killer, like kill, a kill, kill the bull. Yeah. Matamoros means kill the Moors. Oh, Matamoros. Yeah, that means that's what it means. <laughs> it's right there on the on the border of Texas, Mexico border. Matamoros. But right yeah. between the U. Mata means kill. Yeah. Moros. Moors. Moors. Okay. Uh huh. Because the, the Moors came and controlled Spain. Is that Morocco? Yeah. Yeah. Morocco, 
uh, uh, Libya, Tunisia, a, all of that saying, northern part. There, somebody told me this uh, guy from Bolivia, very smart. He's an engineer. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, because um, he like goes abroad and works. I think he worked in Scotland for a few years. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, but he said that he, uh, when he was like in the Mediterranean and he was like realizing that there's a saying that is in Latin America that is like, um, I'm going to say it in Spanish. It's like, no hay moros en la costa. So like if you go and you like, you look around the horizon and see if there's any enemy, then you're like, no hay moros en la costa. There's no moros oh. in la costa. So the, we don't know what, we, he's like, I didn't know what moros meant. Mm -hmm. But then he's like, but now when I was in the Mediterranean, I figured out that it means Moroccans, like the Moors. That's where it comes from. So uh -huh. when you, when you, like uh, any kid that they're playing hide and seek, and you look around, like no hay moros en la costa. There's no moros. So the coast is clear. Yeah, yep, the coast <laughs> is clear, but the word moros is in it, mm -hmm. and we use it just like as it, mm -hmm. you know. And then this, he just told me this like two months ago, and I was like, no shit, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah. And then that's he heard it in the Mediterranean, mm -hmm. where they're like, they there's control no the Mediterranean. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you go back even before the Moors, it was a gentleman named Hannibal Baraka of Carthage. Carthage is present-day uh, Tunisia, North Africa. Uh, they came in in, I think, the 3rd century B.C.E., before the Christian era, mm -hmm. when Rome was, was at its power, was growing up and becoming a power, global power, uh, Hannibal Baraka took 300 elephants and 400,000 men to go in and attack Rome. And what he did, he went to the Bering Strait, the Strait, you know, the Strait of Gibraltar, excuse me, not the Bering Strait, but the Strait of Gibraltar between where Morocco and, and Spain almost touched. Mm -hmm. And he took ships with 400,000 men, 300 African elephants, and cross over the water to get into Spain. And they marched from Spain through France, where was ancient name was Gaul. Okay. And they came on over to the Pyrenees and came down the so Alps. So they were conquering. Yeah, and they came in and they used those elephants mm -hmm. as uh, the present-day tanks. Ah. And they came in and they disrupted the Roman Empire. That was a, a major defeat of ancient Rome at the time, what very few people talk about it. Right. Yeah, because Rome was always known as the standard, uh, the, the power. What made Rome collapse? Uh, if this is. What made Rome collapse is what's going to make America collapse. Okay. Because America is basically a split image of of ancient rome mm -hmm. it, we look at uh i mean so let's kind of set it like rome the roman empire how far w did it go i mean it was it pretty much yeah it, it expanded in into uh some of uh asia mm -hmm. okay and they went over all in europe it, yeah all of europe and they took portions of of western asia and they didn't get as far as to china because China was already there. China, so China's China, got and a, in, and China and a lot of history. Oh, well, yeah, ancient history. So they, uh, 
they got as far as is in the what we know today as Western Western Europe, but they didn't get all the way out in the India and all, and Southeast okay. Asia and and, okay. and and but still they were the the global power at that time right. because prior to that uh, the ancient Egyptians were the power and after the Egyptians were the people of ancient Samaria, uh, what we know as present day uh, Iraq and okay. Iran. So Rome had control. Mm -hmm. They were the richest, the most powerful, biggest army. Mm -hmm. There was an empire. So wh what What happened? They imploded. They blew up from the inside, just like when you implode and tear down a building because mm -hmm. of the corruption inside. Okay. Yeah. There was a whole lot of things that started happening, and other people start questioning how much authority that they had. You get, sometimes you spread yourself too thin and it's hard to maintain something that you have that's far away from you. Yeah. So, so that was the beginning of their demise. Mm -hmm. So, And I think a lot of people don't understand that governments can collapse. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not um, as you know, as a, it's not a given that this country can just keep going on like this. It's not a given that tomorrow we could be looking like Syria right here in the United States. Right. In the morning. Okay. It's crazy, but it can happen. it's happening in other countries. Okay. What, what makes you think it can't happen here? Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of people are taking democracy for granted. Well, the thing is, the lie about democracy is the biggest thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you, you, you don't see how they condition us? Yeah. They're talking about democracy. Yeah. Okay, why was it? It was democracy for those few white men who wrote the, the, those letters. Mm -hmm. Their constitution, the Declaration of Independence, their preambles mm -hmm. were all written by them. And other people that did that were not white men who were landowners, they weren't talking so it's about conveniently them. democratic. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, brother. <laughs> <laughs> when you gotta create legislation to make people citizens. Yeah. When you gotta create legislation to even make people human beings. Yeah. Cause in the Constitution of the United States they said black people are three fifths of a human. In the Constitution To this day. In the Constitution. In the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> Why isn't that changed? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Shit. I like to know. <laughs> that should not be there. Shit, they had to make amendments to the Constitution to make us citizens. Right. 13th, 14th, 14th and 15th Amendment. Okay. The 1857 decision, the Dred Scott decision. And, and that happened right in St. Louis, right there, Ferguson, Missouri, mm -hmm. where that, that, that boy got killed back in 2014. Yeah. Mike Brown. Yeah. That same city in 1857, it was a chief justice named Roger B. Taney who was the judge of this trial. Dred Scott was uh, a man of African descent who was the slave of a man named Scott. Mm -hmm. He had his slave master's name. They left from out of Louisiana and went up past the Mason-Dixie line up in uh, in in the Illinois area. And there was territories then, it wasn't even a state. And 
the white guy who was a slave owner died. And Dredd, who was the slave, said, I'm crossing Mason-Dixon line. I'm not going back. I'm free. But the family of Scott said, we own the estate of our fathers. Send me my property back. And it ended up going to the courts. And it went to the Supreme Court. And Chief Justice Roger B. Tanney, who was the judge at that time, Democratic judge, stated that black people had no rights that whites were bound to respect. And I wondered today, to this point, that has not been overturned. That ruling. Has not been overturned. So he was forced to... Go back into slavery. Because the Supreme Court judge said so. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's a lot of things right now that are still... Can I use profanity? All the time. Okay. This is a There's things that are still fucked up. These <laughs> <laughs> things are still fucked up. That's <laughs> That's the rest of the story. That's the, that's the way it is, That's right? the way it is. And, and when, when you tell people and, you, and you're realistic and you look at things as a realist, Mm-hmm. And tell people exactly what you see. Sometimes it hurts their feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It disrupts their their comfortness. They're Dude. like, oh, I don't want to hear that. You want to hear something crazy, Amner? Mm, go ahead. Two months ago, three months ago, Isaiah had me to go down there to Des Moines downtown chamber of commerce mm-hmm. and i met some people and they were talking about they wanted to do this inclusion diversity and equity meeting and conference would you sit on the panel and talk yeah and i said okay and i went down there man i remember when it was it was set for that date to go and i went down there and it was four panelists one sister from brazil okay one uh, African-American chick who was uh, uh, bi, they, they, they call themselves biracial, but they ain't no such thing as no biracial. One race, yeah. human. Yeah, you're human. You know, you're human. And, and, uh, and a white guy who happened to be gay. Okay. And they were. So they it was were, four people. Four people. Okay. We got 300 people in this building, in yeah. this auditorium area. And. Us four people up here on this panel. I look and turn around. Here's seven white women, blonde hair, blue eyes, standing in front of the sign. Des Moines Downtown Chamber of Commerce Inclusion and Equity Meeting. Uh-huh. You know, and, and I see seven white women all blonde where, and where? blue. This was just two months ago. No, I know, but you, so you're on the stage. I'm on the stage, and they standing down. Uh, 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 Further uh, on the stage where they had this big old sign. A banner. A banner. Well, were they yeah. holding it? Uh, no, the banner was on the wall, and they was taking a photo. Okay. A photo okay. op for the girls, and all of them were members of the council, uh, members of uh, the Chamber of Commerce, and was working for them some kind of way, and they were so happy about mm-hmm. having this equity yeah. council meeting or whatever. And in the room, other than two other blacks and one Hispanic that was working as 
waiters mm-hmm. in yeah. the audience. There was only five black people in the room out of three hundred plus people. In this black, inclusive. Hispanic, and you know, Asian. There was five of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and they tell about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and they come over to me with a microphone and say, mm-hmm. uh, "Nagus, what, what would you like to say about what would you do to change racism in America?" Mm-hmm. And I took the microphone. I told them, "Thank you for inviting me." I said, because you might not invite me back. Yeah. Before I started. And then, you started. And then I went into their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I said, the first thing y'all talking about, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I see seven white women here with blonde hair, blue eyes, standing in front of some talking about diversity. Yeah. And you asked me about the issue of racism in the United States. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I said, let me make this simple to you. Racism, the racial issue in the United States is a white folks problem. Mm -hmm. And y'all need to fix it. Yeah. If you want me to fix it, you need to talk to Rudison Consultancy Group, LLC. Right. Okay. And we can talk contractually. Right. Because I got a 400 year old receipt that I haven't been paid for yet. Yeah. How in the hell are you going to ask me to fix your fucking problem? Yeah, 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 yeah. How would I come in your house and tell you what I what you need to do in your house? Right, right. <laughs> what they say. You could hear a rat pissing on cotton in there. <laughs> was going, I was about to drop the mic and shit, you know, <laughs> boom, and walk off the stage. <laughs> So there's obviously a lot of, uh, I mean, fundamental things, basic stuff like, I mean, it's deep in the Constitution, mm-hmm. the problems, right? Oh. Like, I mean, there's stuff, stuff. So um, it's, it's just education. I mean, it's education, it's legislation. It's everything. Well, see, legislation don't mean too much of S-H-I-T. Because mm-hmm. we have legislation and people don't follow policies. Right. We got laws and people don't follow the laws, do they? That sign is red and it says stop. But sometimes you stop, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Right? You can create legislation, but you cannot change the heart of a person. Mm. Some people, you know what, what I, I come to realize? I don't mean, I don't, I'm not trying to put everybody in one Group box box and say mm-hmm. this is who you are but people from different portions of the world where the people are, are of color mm-hmm. are a little more xenophilic what does that mean xenophilic meaning that um you look at other people and and you welcome them okay yeah i can see, okay. yeah, i agree with that and then Certain people in Europe, I'm not saying all, but certain people in Europe yeah. are xenophobic. Right. The opposite. The of opposite. Yes. That I, is I don't want you by me. You mm-hmm. don't, you know, that's why we redlined mm-hmm. and created these areas so you can't move near me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't want you by me. I don't care. Yeah. But by our cultures, outside of the is European. That, has that been our demise or like the demise of? 
I think that's the demise of all people of color on this planet who are dominated by white supremacists. Is that there's like, okay, yeah, let's let's coexist, come welcome to the, this land, yeah. and then it's like, up, oh, taking yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah, because racism. Uh, you know, when the Indians were here, what they did, the Indians mm-hmm. opened open arms to them. Yeah. So the Native Americans, I don't want to say Indians because I'd offend somebody. Right. You know, the Native Americans that was here, they opened arms, come on. But then you come in and then you take um, their land and put them on a reservation. And I'm assuming that that happened to the Aztecs in Mexico, yeah. the Mayans in Central America. The Incas. The Incas in Central yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. But guess what? With the, Anchor, with the Incas, the Aztecs, and the Mayans, we were there. Two Africans was there. Right. Because if you look at those, those, those drawings on those temples, you see the features of people. Mm-hmm. And some people were, were colored darker than others. And most of the real ones, if you, especially when you're dealing with the, with the Inca and the Aztec, you see a lot of the priests, what were they wearing? Leopard skin. Mm-hmm. Jaguar skin, and that comes back from ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to touch on this before I forget. So I was, because it's important for everybody to understand, right? Us, everybody, that racism isn't an American problem. It isn't the United States problem. This is a global a world, a global problem. problem. Yeah, racism is... Uh, is well, the thing is, racism... Nationalism, racism, nationalism. Uh, and tribalism, too. Right. Is, is, is probably worse than, than racism. But the thing is, uh, people look at racism and get racism and, and discrimination mixed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, people have the power to discriminate or treat certain some groups of people a certain way the dominant culture that has the power to do it they can affect people more than someone who's just prejudiced against somebody else okay racism is so deeply entangled in this society that it affects everything that goes on here mm-hmm. um once we were talking a minute ago, uh, I can take you there and th- looking at the issue of racial capitalism. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the term? I mean, the two words tell me something, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, racial capitalism is, is what was created here in the Western Hemisphere because... Uh, what was going on with this society when they took the land from the Native Americans, they needed somebody to work the grounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, by forcing a group of people to come in and do the work, they had the power and authority to do people the way they wanted to. Some people can have a feeling against somebody, but they don't have the power to make that change, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the power to affect somebody else's life. Yeah. The power to affect a community's economy. Mm-hmm. The power to incarcerate people like... So ra- racial capitalism is the one that has the most capital. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, because, the, because the dominant cultures found... That the quote-unquote strong race uh, or dominant race, mm-hmm. which the white... Cults are to this day. 
Yeah. Right. And then they're in question and they see that that their demise is soon to come. Mm-hmm. Because um, if we look at it uh, globally, um, here in America, they call blacks and Hispanics minorities, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not. Mm-hmm. Because we're the majority of the global population. Yeah. We're not the we're not minorities. I I remember uh, going up there in the legislature and talking to uh, uh, some senators up there, and I was talking to them about mass incarceration here in Iowa. And first thing they want to say, well, you know, the minority is this and the minority that, and the minority and the minority. You know, a white boy from Dubuque, the minority. I said, man, first foremost, I ain't no fucking minority. <laughs> I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a man just like you're a man. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of a darker complexion, but I'm a man. Mm-hmm. When you say minority, you're saying basically that you're less. Mm-hmm. I'm less than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dominant. I'm recessive. Right. When the truth is that you are numerically and genetically deficient. Just what the seed that is between the legs of black men and Hispanic men, we can change the whole color of the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we produce more children than they do. Right, we do. Hey, look! Look at Europe's population right now. Is that what Steve Steve King? Is that why he's always pushing that? Uh, is this is it like an alarm? Is he like the yeah, the, yeah. the alarm sounder? Donald the one Trump that... and all the other globalists. Mm-hmm. They know that because we can automatically annihilate them just because just by reproduction. Reproduction, just numerically, it's numeric. They can't. They can't hang. Europe is losing population. They got, they got some certain places in Europe has like 0.9, 0.7, 0.8 population growth. Mm-hmm. Now, for for instance, the highest uh, uh, country with the highest population on the planet is Niger, right near Mali over in West Africa. Every It's like every one woman has at least six children. They have the highest population growth out of any any nation on this planet right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And most of the other p- portions around the world, we, blacks, Hispanics, we make babies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this is a statistic that I keep on going back to in different conversations that I've had. And I'm sure I've mentioned it in other conversations in the podcast is that by 2050, the estimation is that... Um, this country is not, you know, whites are not are going to be the new minority. You you waited too long. Twenty forty three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty forty three is the date that they're focused on. Okay. Because they so know. So it keeps on moving closer and closer. Twenty forty three. That's why Donald Trump did everything he could to put as many conservative judges on those courts. Because they said we're going to be out outnumbered in a minute here in this country. But we are not going to have them take this money from us. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay in control of the capital. And I think that that's where they're, inc- they're inciting this fear, right? Mm-hmm. That pe- they're like, there's this uh, f- uh, fear-mongering of, you know, um, getting overtaken and 
Um, uh, it's but like you were mentioning before, black and brown people are not. They don't. We don't have the same spirit as the white man does. As in, like we're gonna own you now, <laughs> or like we you know. are, as a group of people, notoriously religious. Mm-hmm. You know, we crazy about our God. You you tell somebody say something about Jesus that they don't like, you might get cut or shot. You might get cut. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about my Jesus. <laughs> you know yeah. that they'll go off on you. Yeah, not that's not the same way with them. I I've had I've been in uh, as a, a ordained as a pastor. Can you believe me with my nasty mouth? Uh, <laughs> I was ordained in the Church of God in Christ. I was ordained in the Missionary Baptist Church, <clears throat> and. Do you have to get re reordained since no. since you changed your name? No, okay. I don't even, uh, man. Guess what? I'm not getting entangled in that mess no more. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us are a con game. A bunch of the stuff is the way to co- re- people. The dominant culture uses religion to control us. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They control us. Mm. They say, "Well, uh, I'll give them Jesus." And we just gonna go ahead and go back out in the fields and work. Go out there and work. If your master treats you wrong, you don't know what the Bible said. Turn the other cheek. You know, you know don't, don't, don't rise up. Mm. Be quiet. Cause in the end, in the great by and by, when you're going on up in the glory, you be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But you're catching hell right here. There's a lot of cynicism around religion too, isn't there? Right a, now, man, there's a great falling away. Right, you see, churches in Europe are dying. Mm-hmm. Churches here in the United States are dying. Mm-hmm. They're not as powerful as they were forty, fifty years ago. Because religion, right off the bat, you have to come in kneeling down. You're a sinner already. <laughs> beg, beg, like. Ask for forgiveness because by being alive, you already check this out, brother. So you're already a, been a, told like a perfect God, a God who is perfect, mm-hmm. has no corruption whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Is going to create something. I was going to make his creation not right. You have something missing. He was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Biggest damn lie in the world. And I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me an innocent baby born in this world was born in the sin. Mm-hmm. Is that that mentality that, yeah. that was planted from before? Yes. Like, you yeah. already yes. need to obey. Yes. Yes. How was I coming here down through the birth canal of my mother? Didn't know nothing about this planet and I come out wrong. Yeah. I come out deficient. But did, we're talking about religion. We're talking about mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. So what was it? The the people on top always, mm-hmm. whether they were the Romans or the the Vatican. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. A little seven acre country. It's a city, right? It's uh, like no, it's, it's a country. 
the Vatican is a country. It's they, not a they city. They have their own laws. They're a country. That's why a bunch of the priests who are around there raping these little boys run into the Vatican and say that I got diplomatic immunity. Mm. I can go to my country back in the Vatican in Rome. But they call it a city, though. Uh, guess what? It's a nation. It's not a That's city. That's why they're untouchable. Yes. They're a nation. They're, they are an independent nation that's run by the church. When they go to the UN, they have a representative for the Vatican. They're due. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're a nation. Yeah. Because this is, okay, this is fascinating information that I think everybody would like, should like want to talk about. But this is my question. People get turned off by this information. So a lot of people have to navigate it and tiptoe around to make, to kind of get in the good of anybody that you want to work with. So then, 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 do you know where I'm going? Exactly. The term is called white fragility. White fragility. Okay, tell me about that. <laughs> when you get to telling people the truth about their, their past, mm -hmm. they're getting pissed off. Mm -hmm. They don't want to talk about it. They'll shun away from things when you tell them the truth about. And any possibility that you may have had with them collaborating with you to create some kind of bridge, it can be never, never even taken place, right? Mm -hmm. Like it might, it might not ever get built all the way across. It won't reach its full uh, fruition. Right. Yeah. So there's so so. I guess my question is this. So there, and maybe I'm guilty, I'm pretty sure I am, there is this navigation of how much truth can I give this entity or people in order for me to also reach some kind of goal to collaborate and then reach my end goal, which is, you know, more mm -hmm. education or help or something mm -hmm. like that. What do you say? To, what do you t can you elaborate on that? Or, or yeah. have, have you f have you found yourself in those situations where, where too many times, where I, where I have to spoon feed people mm -hmm. because it's the same manner. It's just like you 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 uh, dealing with your child mm -hmm. when your baby's born. They're drinking milk or have breast milk from their mother, drinking Similac or whatever. You don't stick a T-bone steak down that baby's mouth have no teeth wouldn't be able to process it is there such thing as going too far and then just kind of selling out and just uh we got a bunch of sellouts now <laughs> i call them the congressional uh let me pull it this way the congressional black caucasians <laughs> you ever you ever heard of them, the, the, heard of them. The, 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 the congressional black caucus <laughs> <laughs> some some have gotten there and, and it happens with others when they Is reach when they reach a point of maturity economically and and politically and have that power uh they sit in positions of power in communities but they maintain the status quo is that what um 
Is that what Malcolm X was kind of a very critical of uh, of uh, Martin Luther King? Yeah, he said he he said I'm not turning the other cheek while some bitch hit me upside the head. He said I'm gonna punch him back. Mm-hmm. King said no. Mm-hmm. Bow, we shall over. They were singing that yesterday, man. Day before yesterday at that MLK mm-hmm. event, and I could not sing that damn song. Mm-hmm. I remember that song. 54, 55 years ago, mm-hmm. people singing, we shall overcome someday. I'm not going to sing that song no more mm-hmm. because I saw what we went through. Mm-hmm. I remember as a child back in the 60s, man, and watching uh, 60 Minutes when they were putting the water hose and dogs on people and beating folks mm-hmm. with Bibles in their hand who wanted to vote. Mm-hmm. Okay. We shall no the hell with overcoming because it wasn't meant for us to overcome. Mm-hmm. It wasn't meant for the system to be dismantled. Only way we overcome is this system it becomes dismantled and create a new one, and that's not what this society wants. If you talk about dismantling this system, you talking about revolution. Mm-hmm. And and when you're talking about revolution, you're not sitting out in front of everybody mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, you behind closed doors. Yeah, you're ducking behind things, so you're not just wide open to be knocked off. Malcolm was had a violent viewpoint. Right. Martin had a peaceful viewpoint, mm-hmm. and they killed them both. Gandhi too. Gandhi? Did he, Gandhi get killed? I think he got uh, killed, didn't he? Gandhi was a racist. <laughs> yeah. When Gandhi came here to the U.S., he wouldn't sit in the back of the bus or the back of the train with black folks. Mm. He said, I'm different from them. I'm not them. So it's a Because they had a caste system right there in India already, too. Prejudice <laughs> is a human. Is it a human thing? Uh, yeah, it's got We're, to be. We all got our prejudice, yeah, right? Yeah, man. Come on. Your hair dark, mine's white. Mm-hmm. You got blonde hair, I got black hair. You got green eyes, I got brown eyes. Uh, always gonna pick something different about yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. to say, uh. So acknowledging is a good thing. Acknowledging mm-hmm. the fact that we're different. Yeah. But no less or more. More than, than anyone else. else. That's why I can't deal with folks saying that they're dominant. How are you dominant? You mm-hmm. you got the money, you got mm-hmm. the economic power. And that's it. Mm-hmm. All you can do now, I'm, man, I'm I'll be sixty this year, and guess what? All they can do is kill me, man. Because mm-hmm. I I'm not here to make the dominant culture comfortable. Right. I want to give them hell. And you and and, <laughs> and but you you work. With an organization that helps, that is helping to bridge something, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, which is, that's why kind of my question is that there's a navigational thing. Uh, there's a, na- not navi- not navigational thing. There's this, yeah, is, what word would you use? There, you got to navigate through this. Yeah, meander di- your way around. Yeah, you got to be diplomatic. You got you to gotta know the, the social mores uh, 
uh, wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Like if if I'm sitting in here and we're talking together, we have this conversation. If I was up on the hill, I know I had to go and meet certain groups of people. The conversation might not be as full as it is right now. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm going to still be talking the way that I'm talking about hitting on points that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. I guess that's why I was born. Right. I was born to to be a mouthpiece to somebody. Yeah. Because I got a big mouth. Because <laughs> I got... <laughs> <laughs> We got to do this again. Well, that's cool, Abner. <laughs> like, this is like uh, we just chapter uh, one. We just got started. Uh, man, I, like I said, I just finished. I just got news just a moment ago that mm-hmm. my professors said A-OK on chapter one of my dissertation. And I'm telling you right now, I'm as happy as a mf <laughs> <laughs> So here soon. I'm going to drink some tequila. So after you're done... You will be Doctor. Doctor Nagoose. M Hotel. M Hotel. Mm-hmm. You have a sweater that says that name. Yeah. Nagoose. Sankofa. Sankofa. M Hotel. M Hotel. That's it, brother. Thank you very much, man. Uh, man, thank you, Amna. For yeah. for inviting me. This I didn't know like, I didn't know what the hell I was getting into. You I just have been picking on me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just let let's just let it flow and then uh, see okay. what happens. Okay. Um Man, I mean, we can talk. I mean, you work with Urban Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, we met a few years ago. Uh, um, at another agency? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, yeah, with uh, the Evelyn Davis, Davis Center. Center. Uh-huh. So besides all your historical knowledge and your approach, you are involved. You are in the middle of the so, – or at least trying to – help yeah. some kind of solution yeah right? bring I mean, it to them even it can, you can't just get you can just be like oh it's you're not that type of person i guess mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying you're mm-hmm. not just sitting here um you know um pointing out and you know with historical facts critiquing um you're also in the middle of the mix trying to make a change yeah a lot of people talk about jesus mm-hmm. talk about what Jesus would do. We know what Jesus would do because they wrote a whole story about him. Mm-hmm. What would you do? I had a man this morning come in this morning at nine o'clock. His brother called me last night. He was ready to commit suicide. Hmm. And he went to Lutheran Hospital, went for help, and they would not give it to him. Man addicted to drugs and alcohol and was talking about committing suicide, and the hospital would not take him. Just last night, and this man comes to me mm-hmm. crying with his brother at 9 o'clock this morning. I can't even open my damn computer up. Yeah. Okay? And the brother needed help. I said, man, go to Broadlawn Urgent Care, Psychiatric Urgent Care. Mm-hmm. Somebody there will help you right now. Go over there and see him. And his Older brother took the younger brother there. I hope he gets the help that he was looking for. Mm-hmm. Negus, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I think we're going to do chapter two because one of the things that I wanted to talk about was criminal justice and um, the stems of it, the seeds, where, you know, where that it is going to be at least a two hour. Right. <laughs> 
okay, hour and a half yes. there. Because that's what I'm writing my dissertation on. Okay, so we're going to have to do it. I'm not going to tell you the whole damn dissertation before it's over, though. But <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you some information. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, hey, and man. I really thank appreciate you. it. And uh, thank you for coming, and we'll be talking soon. All right, bro. All right, man. I'll come on now. Thank you. <laughs> Bam. Bam. <laughs> All right. That was the goose. You went really loud. You went in the I red. Know. I'm loud. What a stupid bitch you are. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about, though? We're talking about... Okay, we're, so... Well, we're just uh, celebrating, you know... Yeah, so Black History Month, African American yeah. Heritage. But, uh, you know, a lot of, like, people are saying that, like, why have, you know, why have a month? Like, it should be celebrated all day. Like, self-love right. and, and, and celebration should be all month. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, that mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are not for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I can see that, um, but also I can see the other, you know, because everything well, else I mean, is. I mean, I, I don't mean to be just contrarian, but then why do we have a Mother's Day? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't we celebrate mothers every day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So, I mean, Whatever. I see their point, dude, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's like a hey, let's not forget, man. Yeah, because you can easily you know? forget it, right? Like, don't forget it, man. Because some people are even questioning, like some people are denying the Holocaust. Like, there's Holocaust deniers. Let's have a day for those assholes, yeah. and then <laughs> let's have a day. <laughs> this is like a International Day of Holocaust deniers. Yeah, like I some mean. people are denying it. So if you don't talk about it, be you know, it gets, it starts to be you know. So I get, I get the, I guess the for the reminder so, so of it. So if you have a day. For Holocaust uh, uh, deniers, mm -hmm. then you are reminded of the stupidity, the level of stupidity yeah. that, that people yeah. can reach. Yeah. Um, like flat earthers. Are you yeah. a flat earther? There's a lot of dumb people, dude. There's yeah. Dumb people. It's like, ev I mean, they don't believe in evidence. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I turn on my Apple TV and there's a satellite flying over the earth. Mm hmm. I mean, is that is that is that like doctored? <laughs> is that doctored footage? Yeah, uh, no, I, I mean, don't know, man. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of detail, especially in the Apple TV. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking detail to be doctoring. That's yeah. like some like if that's doctor, dude. That's a guy that's never gotten laid or in like his life. The sun, though, <laughs> and like the, the moon. Sun, yeah, the sun. Like, so they like, think that it's like a, they turn it on. They think that it's like um, like a Hollywood, you know, set like. Like production. Like the, the Truman. Yes, Truman like show. the Truman Show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's really what they. Think. That's a, that's really amusing. I'm glad they exist. It yeah, <laughs> it is. But you know what? Like no joke, no joke. So um, my daughter's friend, one of my daughter's friend, she's like, you know, I think I, I, I think that the Earth could be flat. And I was like, like wait. Okay. And we went into this whole, you know, actually, then Bella said that a little bit. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, you can't just disregard decades, maybe over hundreds of years of fucking yeah, research and studies and, you know. It's hundreds. It's hundreds. Okay. okay, whatever. I mean, but no, like, look at the um, uh, 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 scientists from Egypt times. And why were the pyramids built? Like Machu Picchu. Mm -hmm, like, yeah. The Mayans, you know, so no, we can. I think it might yeah. be thousands, but 
But I was like, you can't just dismiss all this recorded, you know, data and just be like, oh, I think it could be. Like, that's not good enough, you know. Or, um, yeah, like, I think it's not, doesn't e- equalize all these proof, you know. Or um, what else did they say? But oh, they're like, what is science? You know, who's wh- who's to say science has the last word? And I'm like. Science, if you look it up, it's the study ex- of that's something. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, science is not saying this. Like, science is the study of something. So you can't have science of anything you want. <laughs> no, ma- I only believe in science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, and like, then I showed Bella this documentary uh, on Netflix called uh, Around the Curve or Ahead of the Curve. And it's about flat earth. You got to see it. It's fucking funny. But it's scary. Because there's a lot of, you know, and it's filtering down into, like, youth and shit, you know, Mm. deniers and fake news. And, Mm. you know, there's this syndrome that they talk about in this this documentary called the the Dunning-Kruger effect, Mm -hmm. which is the the, uh, opposite spectrum of the imposter effect. Mm You know, and I like how they give like new names to fucking stupidity. You right. Know, like <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, but oh, like it sounds uh, it sounds very important. You know. Like, I oh know. My God, that sounds like well, it's the doctor that came up with it, and which is basically saying people that basically ignore any scientific, any proof, and anything that they find, they'll create it and and they'll make it into factual things, and they sit on they stand on that as proof, mm-hmm. and then th- on the other opposite. Uh, the imposter effect is like scientists and, you know, mathematicians and just people that are dove into mm. the study. And they are so deep that they kind of become like, man, I don't even know anything, you know, like they're so. Uh-huh. So right, they right. have what's called the imposter effect. So like it's like a self-doubt type, yes. type situation. And then th- so these two. So these two are right now like in dialogue. Right. But I- this is the thing, though, like stupidity has been around for like, you know, about 4,000 <laughs> years or so. <laughs> I don't know how long has uh, human history been recorded. I don't about ten thousand. Okay, so stupidity man. has been around forever, man. Yeah. Like as long as we've been <laughs> fucking alive. Like we we there's the I think recorded it's millions. There's recorded stupidity <laughs> everywhere, everywhere you look. So there's you know, it's just there's gonna be like artifacts, like people uh, getting know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some like evidence of like some dumbass like you know doing, <laughs> doing like, some I don't know stupid <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> That would be so funny. So stupidity has been around. It's yeah. just like overly exposed now. So that's why it's really scary. Yeah. Now you're really scared because like, oh my god, the fucking dumb people are coming, you know. But no, they've been here. They yeah. have been here. They've never left. <laughs> they they've been around for forever. And you know what? I'm not even trying to like make it sound like I'm smart or anything or or that I'm just like a little bit above average. Mm. No, no, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, man. It's just like basic elementary shit. Yeah. You know, don't don't you know? Yes. Like you can have like the stress of the educate uh, you know education system all you want you know, but there are things that there's uh, there's evidence, mm. bro. Don't 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 question everything. Yeah. You know, like it's surprising that they will question shit that there's fucking evidence for. I, I think there's and some there's some artists and you know. Um, uh, that say question everything. I think they took that too far. They took it too far. Yeah, you question 
question everything that you don't have evidence for. Right, right. You know, but things that you have evidence for, like mm-hmm. Earth, <laughs> that's pretty fucking like obvious. Yeah. Like you ever seen a like a a lunar eclipse? You know, where yeah. you see Earth's shadow you know cast up on the moon and that's pretty obvious like that's good evidence yeah. right there and like, i think hey. for, for i think and they touch on this on this documentary too they talk about this it's more of belonging to a community it it gets to a point where now i i belong to this and i can fit into this n- this community that that appreciates me and listens mm-hmm. to me and they've created this whole I mean, no, I, I mean i can understand the there's like dating websites yeah. mm-hmm. for flat earthers because they get like pushed out you know and the fringes of no society. i totally understand like pathetic people you know that <laughs> sounds really like really sad and pathetic yeah and you know more power to them you know like if you're that fucking lonely you know <laughs> shit man like i just don't feel that you have to resort to fucking stupidity yeah uh to you know make friends or whatever maybe get off your fucking phone and stop reading shit on reddit you know that, yeah. uh, and then get and out watch there. different channels. Yeah, and listen to different things. Have perspective, which yeah, is what we're talking about, like right? Like people that don't have perspective can't be objective because they only see one thing and hear one thing. I saw a meme, dude, that that was like the funniest shit, and so true. You know, like you know when, uh, like remember when they used to say that you know ignorance is, uh, you know, the lack of access to information. That was a lie, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like nah, it's <laughs> like nah. You have access yeah. to it, and yet you're still a fucking moron, yeah. you know. <laughs> How is that possible? But oh, shit. hey, man. Um, but I experienced this with my kids, you know, like when her friend and you know Bella's like, you know, after we watched the documentary, I was like, you know, you have to be careful when you say, oh, I just, oh, I said this could be happening. Like, no, you gotta have the, be- you know, you have to have data you know g- statistics research studies to back See, it up like you can't I just ha- fucking have, do that i have beef with statistics i know but you know what i mean though yeah, you know yeah. like you can't just be like oh you know bigfoot could be real i mean i mean i guess but it could not be real either yeah. and so you know like but don't be too like it's but I real can t- i can tell you something about bigfoot okay it's not me. worthy of conversation really not yeah not even for entertainment yeah purposes. yeah yeah you could yeah. just talk about something else, dude. I'd be like, you could talk about farts. That'd be more fun. That'd be more fun. <laughs> and it's like, true. Because you know they <laughs> exist. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, Bigfoot, like, I don't know. It just doesn't really turn my yeah. crank. Yeah. doesn't turn my crank at all. I think it's just fun to the thought of it, you know? Yeah. Like chupacabra. Like, or, or vampires. Or La Llorona. Or La Llorona. Those are just more like fun kind of you know they yeah, don't like if you, if you keep it like you know in, in the fun realm yeah because i feel like, you know what like uh i know we're going on a tangent and we're sorry but uh for example like wh- you remember when people say oh these like violent video games like blah mm. blah blah like i don't know what it is dude but i feel like i used to play really violent video games mm-hmm. like super violent yeah mortal kombat yeah. Think about it. Like Mortal Kombat, a 12-year-old playing Mortal Kombat, <laughs> like the original, like Mortal Kombat 1. People that are my age will remember. Mm-hmm. It was gory. Yeah. Blood everywhere. You know, and then like as the graphics became better, oh like my they God, just yeah. started making it like even more. Like they just took it to another now level. Now it's like slow motion and you can see the bone oh. come out of the skin. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. breaks. And then the, 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 the sound effects, it's just like, mm-hmm. like 
really they're fucking psychos whoever's like making all this stuff like yeah. cool whatever you know like but <laughs> you're psycho i don't think that that makes you like a violent person yeah, you I know think so. i think that if your parents say you know if they just smack the shit out of you like quit doing that mm-hmm. that's not real don't yeah. be an asshole it's entertainment i don't know yeah. not an expert i'm not an expert but i feel like my mom was like you know if i started playing with like toy guns or whatever my mom would smack the shit out of me yeah like, like cut it out yeah. Dumbass, like, pendejo, stop it, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, but that's not real life. You're yeah. being a stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the truth. Yeah, truth. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was it. That was Nagoose. So, uh, episode 25, 25. Um, okay, cool. So, what? People, share this damn podcast. Share it because it's a good one. This is probably one. this one is intense and I love it. Like I'm learning and I think people should hear stuff like this just to have perspective of how other people think, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying take this as you know, for you to kinda think in a certain ways, but you wanna hear different point of views and just kinda get a little bit more get outside of your tunnel vision of the world that you live in. So anyways. There you go. Peace.